Welcome to the Grace-Filled Food Freedom Podcast. In this podcast, you can expect to be inspired and equipped to ditch diets, eat well, and let your light shine. Every time you listen, you can expect practical tips straight from the Word of God that are going to get you on the road to food freedom today gooey bites of deliciousness that will make you shimmy in your seat because you know that God is speaking directly to you. Are you ready? All right, grab a fork. Let's dive in. In this episode, we are going to talk about what it means to be truly biblically healthy. Because if you're anything like me, you believe that the word of God is the truth. It contains the first and the last word of everything that I want to base my life upon. And yet, so often I outsource my thoughts and opinions to the world. What does it mean to be truly healthy, to be fit? What does it mean to have a good marriage or a successful career? When we see these things through the light of God's word rather than the world, it completely changes things. And so I'm wondering, what do you define health by? probably the first thing that pops into your mind is going to be your body weight. There's such a correlation in our minds between the number on the scale and our overall health. And while yes, that number can represent many things, it is not the ultimate be all end all of our physical health. One person may be seen as slightly overweight and yet have a much healthier uh, body and system and internal systems than someone who is thinner and yet sort of the outside gives the perception that everything is just fine. You may also measure your health by your measurements. Well, gosh, my waist is, you know, within this chart or it's without of this chart. So that means I'm healthy or unhealthy. And yet that is just one small picture of the overall person and the overall human being. We also, uh, decide what our doctors tell us, right? What does the doctor say? Does he say I'm healthy? I get that good bill of health. Does my blood work come back in the ranges? Am I, you know, exceeding or meeting his expectations for what I need to be doing? Am I taking my prescriptions regularly? Your doctor could use that to determine whether you are in good health or not. And that's fine. We all may choose different ways to assess that, but it's nice to see that this is way different from what the Bible will tell us is truly healthy. Because you and I, we are triune beings. That means spirit, soul, and body. And one cannot focus on just one aspect of that and be truly biblically healthy. So we need to redefine what that really looks like for us. So let's go back to the physical. What does it mean to be physically healthy in the light of the things that the Word of God tells us? Well, I personally would think it would be meaning that I was strong to to Uh, serve God and able to respond to his call on my life. I can walk, I can run, I can do these things. Yes, I may not be able to run a marathon, but does that mean that I'm unqualified for service? No. Are you physically able to respond to the call that God has put on your life? And now I believe that God is gracious. And if your body is, you know, not moving in the way that you would like it to now, he will give you a calling that suits you your ability. But we don't want to measure our health by something that is given to us by the world. We want to know, okay, can I respond to the call of God that God has on my life? Am I ready, able, and willing to go? And will things like my heart health, my 
my physical health, different things hold me back from doing all that he has called. And that's a great way to measure how healthy you are physically. Then we have this mentally and emotionally. That's a really big one in this day and age, as so many people, including myself, have struggled with uh, mental illness, things like depression, anxiety, just to name a few. To be fully healthy and whole, our minds need to be healthy. And the word of God tells us to be renewed in the spirit of our mind, to renew ourselves with the word of God. It's hard to be physically healthy if you're not mentally healthy. The way that we think our de depression and anxiety will actually change the way that our heart works. The way that our cortisol runs through our bodies will interfere with things such as the absorption of nutrients, the health of your bones, our digestion. All of these things can be thrown off by negative thinking and the thoughts that we have. So if you have a mental and emotional health, then your physical health is going to be much better. The other aspect of our triune being that we're going to look at is the spiritual health. Now this obviously is very related to biblical truth, like our spirits need to be hearty and healthy in order for everything else to work well, because there's a cascading effect. If your spirit isn't feeling great, if it's dry, if it's parched, your mental health probably isn't so great, and then your physical health is going to be suffering as well. But when we nourish and make our spirits fat with the word of God, we're better able to be healthy in the other areas of our life. And I believe that true biblical health and fitness comes from a place where the spirit is ultimately nourished because the spirit is the eternal part of you, the part of you that's going to live on forever. And we focus on nourishing that we're going to be much, much better off. And so when we look at our food choices, when you're deciding which diet it is that you want to follow, let's look at all three aspects of that. So physically, this is the way in which you want to eat to physically nourish yourself so that you are healthy in order to serve God. Now, this is not all or nothing thinking here. It's not you have to be 100% eating this way. We're looking at the way that you would eat most of the time in order to empower you for service. And this is going to look different for each and every person. So we can't judge ourselves by someone else's, you know, decisions and we can't judge other people against ours. God will speak uniquely to you what that looks like. And it may have nothing to do with food at all, but yet the spirit and the heart that you have towards food. So what you choose to eat how it impacts your physical body is going to be important for how it impacts your call, the call that he has in your life and your ability to respond to that. The second thing will be the emotional and mental health. Now, I know it would be really nice to eat to live rather than live to eat. Of course, that is much preferred, but I believe that food will always have a little bit of an emotional aspect in our lives, and I don't have a problem with that. In the Bible, we see food as celebration. People are welcomed home, right? The prodigal son is welcomed home with a feast. There's comfort and celebration in that, and that is okay. <laughs> what it comes down to is when it becomes a point in our lives that it takes over from what God, the space that God can fill within us. Has the food served as your savior in certain situations? Has it served as the comforter, right? When the Holy Spirit's to be a comforter? Uh, or is it the place that you go when you would really need to go to your prayer closet? And so the, the way of eating that you choose should nourish your mental and emotional health. Now, I also wanna say that 
some of this may be contradictory to what you're thinking. As soon as I'm speaking, you're thinking, wow, I need to cut out donuts and no more fried food and it needs to be healthy, healthy, healthy to serve God, serve God, serve God. But you know what? The Bible has declared all foods clean. There's nothing that is off limits. Yes, the Lord may direct you to you know, avoid certain foods for health or so that you're able to respond to the call he has on your life, but truly he has made all foods clean. And so when we can let go of putting labels of good and bad foods and getting stuck in diet side effects, there will be much more mental and emotional space to be able to serve him and to be healthy and happy within ourselves, right? The negative self-talk about what we should or shouldn't be eating, what we have to or can't eat is only exhausting and it only keeps us focused on ourselves and keeps us focused on food not very helpful. So the way that you choose to eat should give you freedom. And a lot of that comes in with letting go of the all or nothing mindset and making choices that fit into your daily life and yet represent uh, that the eternal is more important than the temporal that we have here. And the third thing in choosing sort of a what your biblically healthy way of eating is, is how is it going to impact your spirit? And this comes down to what is the Holy Spirit directing you to do? Where do you feel a gentle conviction to make a change? And it's not so much about the what, but as we said before, but about the heart and how God can use something as seemingly insignificant as food that we eat on a daily basis to prune you, to chip away, to shape you to be more like Christ. Saying no to our flesh can feel like a really awful thing, but yet when we do so, it's refreshing and our spirits, they, they, they soar, right? As we begin to like put God before what our flesh desires. And this doesn't mean, as I said before, making, you know, militant choices or cutting off all the tasty things from your life. No, no. It is following the direction of the Holy Spirit and allowing the choices that you do make within your, within your diet to be done unto him and not about self-promotion or, you know, glorifying ourselves or pride. This truly, this area of your life can truly change your spiritual health in ways that far outweigh, outrun, outlast the physical side of things. So let's look at this as um, what is true, how to be truly healthy as choosing a way of eating that nourishes your spirit, soul, and body, right? your relationship with God, your mind, your emotions, and then your ability to serve him with your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Big change, isn't it? Besides looking at the scale and measuring whether you are truly healthy or not. Because when you bring the Lord into every area of your life, well, it changes everything. Oh, and P.S. Are you exhausted from fighting binge eating? Whew. I know how it can just drain you to always be stuck in the middle of a food fight. And the fastest way to get exhausted is to fight the battle on your own. And the truth is a binge, well, it never happens in a peaceful environment. So rather than fighting the darkness, turn on the light. That's why I wanna share with you my binge proof action planner, which is gonna help you put feet to your faith and creating a purposeful, peace-filled plan to overcome binge eating. Download it with the link in the show notes. 
Oh, just one more thing. If you have a moment, could you please, pretty please, with a sprinkle on top, go and leave us a podcast rate and review? When you do that, it's like sprinkling a special podcast fairy dust on the grace-filled Food Freedom Podcast. It lets Apple and all the other podcast apps know that this is a very helpful, very relevant podcast, and it will show it to lots more women just like you, women who need hope and need food freedom. Do you mind? Awesome. Thanks. I really appreciate it. Well, it certainly was lovely to spend some time with you, sis. I hope that you're enjoying a taste of food freedom. Now, if you're looking for more of an entree, I'd love to officially invite you to my Platinum program. It's a six-month, deep-dive, start-to-finish program that is going to immerse you in God's Word and God's plan for food freedom. You can find out more at gracefulplate.com forward slash platinum. And while you're there, be sure to get on the waiting list. It is the most fun, most practical, most productive time you'll probably ever spend on a waiting list. Be sure to check it out. I'll see you there.